Bildungsentwicklung Tanz, ein Forschungsprojekt konzipiert, gestaltet und realisiert von Paul Fossa. Heute mit Ben J. Ribe. Hello, today we are with Ben J. Ribe. Ben is a dancer, choreographer and visual artist. After his studies in the, at Folkwand University of Arts in Essen, he worked in several companies, including Theater Wuppertal Pinabausch and many others. The choreographer, who has been working freelance since 2006, has received various international prizes and awards over the years. Since 2010, he has been running his own company in Dusseldorf and regularly produced his own works with various dancers and commissioning works from renowned national and international companies such as Ballet of Rhyme, Dance Company Osnabrück, or Aura Dance Company, and of course, many others. He is also extremely active in teaching and he is invited towards academy, universities and institutions to speak about his innovative working methods that fuse dance with many other visual arts and philosophy. In 2018, Ben J. Riepe conceived and started Freiraum, a conceptual, collaborative and indisciplinary working space for the art and art-related science. In, in March 2020, Ben J. Riepe will be elected a member of the art class of the Nordrhein-Westfalen Academy of Science and Art. So, hello, Ben. Hi. <laughs> so, please, sorry for this, maybe not completely uh, resume. If you would like to add information or change something, please, you're welcome to. Um, thank you. Thank you for receiving me. Um, the, there was only one, one thing that uh, we opened Freiraum in um, uh, January 2020, not in 18. Okay. Thank you for correction. I probably missed misunderstood that. Yes. Yes. And if you, you want to, if you want, you can add that I I was just uh, uh, doing a commission work for the Opera House in Hannover, a music theater piece for musicians. Uh, yeah, but that's yeah. okay. Great, great. Yes, I know there's many, many others, and also international. You were Salvador Bahia, and I, I didn't mm -hmm. want. Normally, I add all this. Um, very important information okay. in the completed resume in the in the webs. Then I was I want I don't want to talk too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe people know you also. <laughs> yes. So uh, first of all, thank you very much for agreeing to do this interview for my platform Bildung and Tanz, Educational Development Dance. And of course, thank you for your time. Pleasure. So I will go with my uh, three questions for you. How does education relate to dance for you? I think um, maybe I would speak about learning and um, in one sense for me my whole process actually is always um, a process of learning and um, in every work I go I, I never I always there's always amount of not knowing things and um, I always enter a process not knowing where I will exactly go so there is always a learning about uh, where to go and what 
what others bring into this um, into this process and all of and I mean literally all kinds of process this might be that I'm creating a new work and it's very important for me that we all bring our brains and our hearts and our bodies into this work so I will be I will guide the process but only in the sense of I will try to make all all this connected and to create a common universe and um, where where things can blossom and and we all learn new things and do new things like just in my recent works where uh, recent work at the Stadts Oper Hannover which premiered last week where uh, I was working with musicians which played live music a live composition with their instruments uh, from Baura Gisladotti, an Icelandic composer, and uh, they, but they were not playing only the music, they were also acting. I had to, I was the director to make them speak and sing and dance and so, but I, they had to play the music all the time at, at the same time. So there was one part which I didn't know, I have never worked with musicians playing a violin and dancing at the same time. So, and I, I had to make sure the music goes on. And, and this is for me a process I did never did. And then for them was a process to play the music and to be, to be also an actor or, or a dancer or a singer. So we all did something we didn't know. And at the end, somehow there comes out something we don't know. So there's a huge learning always in all kinds of old projects. But also uh, for me, like when, like many pro projects we have done um, now, um, for example, during the, the corona uh, um, crisis, we have researched a lot with my dancers because there was a lot of time of not, not performing and not uh, not also i stopped really conc concrete creating because i think it was a great chance not to go to be all the time in this mode of producing and producing uh, which we have been before but to, to take a time to stop and to say like where are we actually what's going on here what does it mean for us personally and not only like what does it mean to be in this crisis but where am i like myself my body my heart my feelings my my thoughts where we are, are we at the moment so we took the time to to really deeply research without any um direction and we 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 learned new methods how to breathe or we learned new methods how to meditate and we were we were um inviting experts from from these fields um how to teach us uh, different different ways of of somehow you know learning things so this was a, like a very lovely and very beautiful time also in a way because i i came out of this machinery of producing and um going a step further to sustainability in the arts thinking about this so and this this all led us to um the schule des erlebens school of experience um, where actually all this research that I'm doing in my work, starting from my body, from our bodies, uh, going into all kinds of dis different disciplines, because from the body, from the brain, from the senses, we, we receive the world, we interact with the world. And this has gone quite far for me, interdisciplinary. And um, um, and this time in we have then in, in Schulis Erlebens and Summer School, we have really, I have found a way how to really bring together 
true, truly interdisciplinary. And this is not only in between the arts, but also in science, but also in um, different kinds of knowledge. So this, we were also, we were including indigenous knowledge or um, old, which is somehow maybe even the same, but also knowledge which we somehow have know rather from from experience um, than than only scientific but and somehow bring bring this kind of knowledge as body knowledge uh, somatic practices artistic uh, researches um, scientific researches to bring them all into a balance and to in a relationship and to make this tangible actually and to this is why we created the summer school uh, under the title Senses, Science and Sessions, because uh, I tried to find a choreography for us and for the audience, how you could go through these different um, fields, which, very, which are very separated in our world. And I think we have to somehow bring things more together. And I tried to find a choreography um, through the days and through the different kinds of Senses, Science and Sessions. So we had a, like, we had a, breathing um, input uh, to really experience how you breathe and what it does to your body and to your consciousness. And then we would maybe have a, um, have a walk in the nature and then we would have a, maybe a lecture on um, something like biology, microorganisms or something. And then we had a, a concert. I don't know. So like finding a way how one thing would would um, would actually influence the experience of the next thing, so I could be maybe more open to receive, for example, what I have experienced that when I meditate or when I do a breathing work after, uh, when I get a, to hear a poem, I can be completely different. I can relate different to the poem. I somehow suddenly poem made sense to me. Um, you know, in a sense of that it doesn't need to make sense literally, but it makes sense to, in this poetic way. So um, I think this is there's a lot of what I'm interested in learning, um, uh, how to find different ways. And I'm also, I have a son who is in school now, and I see how really bad our system is of learning, how really... Um, a catastrophe that it's only and it's only learning from you know from your head you only get you learn you have to learn it by heart or you have to understand it but other approaches through senses through the body through a prep, different time of preparation through somehow playfulness is all not not included and we know that we learn like this we know it from life we learn by experience mostly and uh, we learn also by we have even in sci science we have the, the like even in this PISA studies and whatever we know that in Finland the schools are so good because they give time to the kids to play but in Germany, it's still so extremely bad. So somehow I'm very interested in learning. And uh, we, we have opened our, our researches about this, like what I do in the studio 
in this summer school or in this Schule des Erlebens, we have to open the research. How do we learn? How do we research? How we do bring things, bring things together for the audience, for the public? Because um, I think we have to all learn a lot at the moment. We always have to as humankind. But in this crisis this we have, that which is the climate crisis, the, the, the pandemic crisis and, and political crisis, as we can see in, in the war uh, um, in Europe, uh, there are many, many, many problems. We have to change. We are not. We are not the top of of nature. We have a big problem how to relate to nature. We have a big problem to relate to us. We think, and this is also so interesting. We think um, uh, science will will save us. We have to just understand and analyze science. But then we ourselves, if we have a pandemic, we don't believe in science. So it's very strange our relation to the world. Um, and I think it has a lot to do with how do we learn and how do we uh, trust uh, in ourselves, how we, how trust was, um, how people were trusting in us and giving us somehow a feeling of where we are and what is the surrounding. And I, somehow I feel coming from dance, coming from uh, this physical approach, with it, which is not not only in a sense of muscles and and bones and ligaments, but it's also in sense of senses and a sense of receiving, perceiving, interacting in different logics, which is not only but also, which is very important, the spoken language, the cognition, but but also different kinds of interaction. I think there's a lot of even I would say unlearning. We have to practice. And uh, so this is actually, because also th there are different kinds of languages. There's the, 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 we always think there's only one language we can understand, and this is the logical language, but we don't understand each other mostly when we talk. So, um, so um, I think it, from the arts and from dance and uh, from music of like the abstract arts, which don't speak in the verbal language, we can learn a lot to unlearn um, how, to, how to communicate in, in, in this one way, because we know by now, like scientifically, we know that trees are also communicating and trees are also uh, thinking, but not in the way of the consciousness how we do, but it's not necessarily um, less important or, or, or smaller in hierarchy, you know? So uh, I think this unlearning and, and um, constant learning is, is, uh, is complete, is crucial to my work and to my motivation also. Why to share the work? Because mostly I experience people always want to understand art and I'm trying all the time to, 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 encouraged to say you have to feel it you don't have to under it's 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 just this you just have to be to open yourself open your channels and this is what we do in the summer school in Schule Salins. we open channels in order to be ready to trust yourself to perceive a work and then later see what it does to you wow thank you thank you i mostly agree and of course, that was some warm point for me, like the education. I have also four years old daughter. Maybe I have a bit of time before something, maybe small changes. So I completely agree. And um, actually, I have extra question, but very short. 
do you think in, in the in the real sense of education huh, what we are talking what you were talking now you think art can educate people you mean in the sense how i was speaking about public, yes this this right way not education you learn this and this and this but when i come to see your performance this is the maybe this is the possibility of art i mean i know maybe you know but just for our public for people listening the possibility because somebody say okay but this art piece i go there i can enjoy yes but do i really change myself i believe so but i would like to hear your words <laughs> yes i think i think uh, it does uh, like um art can completely be the teaching but i think like what i said uh, it's maybe it's somehow very shortened how we came to practice art because we i think sometimes it's because very often it's like what we experience in the studio is so can be so important and this is what we cannot share in a in a premiere of one hour or whatever but on the other side of course i understand i mean i'm sitting there for days and days and hours and hours and also there's many time long time many hours not happening anything interesting and not everyone has this time so that's why i think somehow we have to find different ways also in the arts to somehow um come out of this pure presentational mode Uh, and we have to come into a different mode with it, which is not only also having an audience talk, you know, this is not helping. Um, there has some, that's why I'm doing all this, which I found super fascinating, all these kinds of uh, schools. So the summer school and the school of experience. And, and I'm thinking of many, many more things um, I have in my mind already. How can we actually through the art practice and i think this is maybe the point through art practice which is somehow something very very it's not something um that only artists do actually we all do it we just um have forgotten it or or people are don't have the trust because it was they were not given the trust um during their 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 career in school or during um um working later or studying or or um, practicing something um it's somehow being being following your intuition and being in a sense of creative that you don't have to be you know we always in a sense of an artist that you have a great outcome which will change the world no an outcome which is somehow you know like kids do kids play and uh, they are all the time invent inventive they're inventing to be some sort of uh, different plays or roles or with a material but also there are a lot of time a lot of time they're bored and taking this time to be really bored is so important and we don't in our time in our capitalistic ne neoliberalistic world we don't take the time to be bored um but i think for me this is a, an essential part of my daily practice i always try to be bored for for some time during the day so i go okay i try to make it nice that i have a coffee or something with me uh, but then i sit down and take the time not to be on the mobile phone and not to you know write an email or not to talk but just to sit there and to download to somehow take the time to download whatever is in my mind and then i will have many thoughts and many of them are not important but somehow they need to come and then after some time things are getting organized and i come to a point 
where um, I start to think or I start to feel something or I have different practices that I'm that I'm writing uh, every day two pages with, without knowing what I will write but somehow with this that I'm writing the thoughts I'm having in the in this moment I am uh, starting to organize my thoughts because I, I formulate them it's a different way of thinking and it's a it's a thinking which somehow then comes to automatically to a point and then and then I'm writing something actually I should be doing this and this and I'm like yes that's what I should do you know I didn't think of it because I didn't think it to the end when you th just thinking it so I think there are many many things what we do and what we can do and what we um which are somehow very related to art practice and this is experiencing also like this these things that we do in the morning we have a warm-up together we breathe together we you know we start the day somehow with the physicality uh, with but but also with the with the senses of organizing our senses this are all these are all art practices which are um so crucial to for development for further development and this are, for me this is like the I don't care anymore so much if it's art or if it's um I don't know if it's if it's doing yoga or if it's meditation or if it's somehow reading a book and whatever all this if it's somehow in the sense of a learning I think then it's then it matters to me um Yes, um, it didn't happen until now, but it's happened today with you. And so I will skip the question, the second question, because actually you made everything so nice. And <laughs> as you said, something also very, very important. The uh, COVID teaches us to, to take time to reflect, we, to use it, who I am, what I did until now, and so on. And, and on this, I would ask you something uh, precise, because we are privileged, uh, you, me, and many others. I mean, I didn't have... A huge uh, financial crisis but maybe there are somebody that is still there and say i don't know how to pay my bill and and all this thought make him going in in a circle so i cannot i have to do things i have to do things i i went through also this time uh, how it's, it's very spontaneous what can you say because you said sometimes i take the time myself to bore and i believe i fight also for myself to do the same because i believe that only in this way i solve problem i let some time instead to push in i let things some happen and then reacting because i'm ready to be to react instead to all this try yeah. to change everything but how you would say to these people that that they are feeling in the pressure because maybe um they have uh, the apartment to pay and they, they feel, okay, I'm a dancer, you know, like yeah, dancer around 30, 25, and they got the, the crisis, no money. And what I will do, and you say, meditate. Uh, what meditating? I have to look for a job and things. But how, what do you would say? Mm. I mean, yes, you're totally right. I, I'm, I'm very privileged and um uh, we are all here in in germany and um and even even there's of course a huge um not everyone in germany is is privileged not at all i mean there there are many many different um layers and um i think i think it's not so much um either or that you say i have to make a living and i can i can um I can meditate or I can do a practice because meditation can be uh, 
five, 10, 15 minutes a day. And um, we all, we all, we all spend much more than five or 10 or 15 minutes on our mobile, on our smartphone. So just taking away a bit of time of this, or, you know, or taking a breathing exercise, even very often we cannot sleep because we are anxious or we have been too much in front of the screen or, you know, so it is just for your health and it's just for your mental and physical health to do some, some of these exercises, but you have to find an access. You cannot just say meditate and then you meditate. It took me now 40 years to find, to find a way how to meditate. And still I'm, I'm a super beginner and I'm getting lost and I'm cannot force myself to do it every day, you know, but I feel I start to suddenly I felt, like a little, little, little door opened, a little glimpse I see like what it can do to me. And uh, we all, I think many of us have realized that how much um, we have gone away from nature, our whole relationship of humankind, many people started to go to nature in in all the lockdowns and having walks because there was not much else possible, but still, uh, how good it is for body, mind and soul to, you know, to be in the nature and um, I think there's for all of us, doesn't matter where we live, that we have a very, very, dis- very disturbed relationship to nature and to our own nature. And I think it's for, doesn't matter where, where we are, we have to learn about this and we have to change it. And um, of course, there are many, many economic um, implications of um, having a privileged or non-privileged life as an artist or, or not even as an artist uh, in life. And of course, there are many, it's very unfair. It's super, super unfair. Uh, many people are working their ass off to, to and doing fantastic work and they're not having this um, possibilities and not the, the funding system and not the um, exposure because they're just not living in the country where they have exposure. I mean, I know this very much from, for example, from Brazil, there have been so many beautiful artists and uh, I've been working with many of them. And uh, uh, yeah, I I think there's not one or there's only one um, artist of color in Brazil who has a a gallery, which is, uh, you know, showing the work of this person so there's there's huge inequality in this world of course but i think um coming together and breathing together or or meditating together is nothing nothing in in you know there's not a concurrence of of um making a living and and going deeper into your understanding and opening your senses and trying to find a different relation to nature I think it's very, it's for, for all of us, it's there are many things to learn. And, um, and this is why we try, but still we are trying, for example, the, all our programs like Schule des Lebens and Summer School, they were all for free. So nobody had to pay. And um, sometimes there was a little, little amount, but, but still checking, you could always say, I don't have money. I don't, you know, my son is a little like for one day, maybe 10 euros or something, a whole day of program with food, whatever. So even going to eat would be more expensive than coming to us. But even you could still say, like, I I don't earn any money or all students, or, you know, artists, like at the end, no one paid anything. So um, I think, but this is, these are things which are very important and we have to see it, look at them because uh, 
uh, in sense of diversity and in sense of equality and in sense of chances, you know, I'm, um, we are still so unaware of our um, privileges and we have to have to definitely think about it much more. Yes. So thank you, <laughs> thank you for this spontaneous. <laughs> I mean, for this, and sorry for this digression, but um, your 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 word will inspire me very much. I said maybe this is the right person to touch also this point, and I'm completely agree. So thank you again for this word. Then I will jump to my last question. I want to take much more time for you, but I'm very curious, curious about uh, your thought on this. So how do you think dance education should be in the future? I wish it would be um, much more interdisciplinary. Um, I think I think like starting from the body and the, like there, there are many approaches which are interdisciplinary, but then they forget about the body. And I think it's so essential to start with the body and to have a real, like you have to learn one thing, I still believe like very good, like one thing you have to go through and also Somehow, I, I, if I remember my dance education, it was also it was a hard thing in a way. It was quite also, um, yeah, some suffering. I think, um, like with the forms, and uh, I don't know if, if I don't know if we have to suffer. We have to make it suffering. There is already a lot of difficult things in life, but I, I'm just meaning it like you have to learn one thing well. So I think um, it's good to somehow have the physical, the physical education. But then I would also wish that um, uh, there would be more uh, educate, more like maybe a bit later, there would be more in the sense of working with a voice. Like because what I do a lot, all my dancers, they get mostly voice training. Like I mean, I'm working with a vocal coach and she's uh, giving at least two out two uh, classes a week to my dancers, for example, because this is something they haven't learned, and I think it's so important. And dance has the chance, starting from the body, not needing any other things than the body and the mind and the senses, so any other thing than the human, but being able to interact with everything else, with the whole world, with all techniques, with all kinds of. Uh, communications with uh, objects, with uh, screen, with um, scores, you know, with everything. So somehow I would, I, would, I would really appreciate if there would be also a training of the voice, a good one, not an opera singing, but, you know, understanding, a voice training, understanding, like you have to understand your body, the vocal cords are some are part of your body. And then understanding also like not only how to move in space, but also how to interact in space in the sense of, they don't have to learn how to act, but I think um, it would be very interesting to, very important to somehow understand what, how to speak and move naturally in space. And then I think it's super important all the somatic, not all, but some somatic practices, some practices, how what I said about how to download things, practices, how to, how to um, organize maybe your thoughts and how to research and how to, how to, I don't know, with all senses, I think it's important to integrate body senses and cognition. And um, of course, starting from one, as I said, but then um, including also the rest. And 
I don't think it it doesn't mean to to study some philosophy, you know. It doesn't mean to um, know all somatic practices, but I think it's somehow it's always so extreme either or. And uh, then if if there is a dance education which also works with cognition, with uh, then it's very very theoretically, and then people start to forget about the body. Um, or if it's um, if it's physical, then uh, they're not challenged um, um, to think very often. Or um, if it's interdisciplinary, um, like singing, acting, dancing, then it's get it gets very easy. It gets in a specific aesthetic, which um, is disturbing. So I think um, I think somehow we have to think. Also, like in all sense of life, we have to also think dance education more holistic, more as a whole. And um, starting from the, like, like a child, starting from the body, there will be first some sort of physicality, but the voice, why to exclude the voice? Because the voice, a child would always sing also and speak and draw. And then, uh, and then I think I wish it would be more like, allowing more to be childish yes i think this is maybe a good good conclusion of 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 all what i have said today because somehow it doesn't mean to be childish in a stupid way but to be to allow your the child the creative child in us to grow and to nurture this child and to um because we have all the cognition in school, you know, we get through all this thing and all the rest, the senses and the the, the communication, nonverbal communication, the move. This is all very, um, how you say, like a plant without water. We need to water this plant of all the different abilities we have in us. Uh, it doesn't matter if, you, if you're a dancer after. I think everyone should go through an occasion like this uh, because we, we lack it very much in school. And... Um, so I wish I not so not only for dancers but for everyone I would wish an education like this. Thank you, thank you. I would love to add many things, but I will not because your words are perfect. And so, dear Ben, thank you very much for your contribution. I hope you work. <laughs> I hope you uh, work and sharing of your experiences and path inspire our listeners. And may this short conversation result in new connection for a free and productive exchange of knowledge. And of course, may this contribute to new discussion that enrich and improve the education system of dance and through dance. Thank you for your time, really, and for your word. Thank you very much. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Das Forschungsprojekt wurde durch das Förderprogramm Distanzen finanziert. Distanzen ist Teil des Hilfsprogramms Tanz, das im Rahmen von Neue Start Kultur, eine Initiative der Beauftragten der Bundesregierung für Kultur und Medien, gefördert ist. <Musik>